Hey superstars, it's Nellie Thomas here, comedian, author, broadcaster and one half of the huge smash hit podcast, The Single Life of Us. Now that we've wrapped up Single Life, I'm coming to you with my new podcast, Dear Nellie, Sex, Relationships and Dating from the Other Side of 40. Each week I'm going to be joined by a very special guest co-host from my coven of friends and comedians and you can ask us anything. How do I start dating again after divorce? Should I start dating again? What's a dick pic? What the fuck is parallel parenting? When do you know it's time to leave? What does bareback mean? Anything dolls, we'll give it a go. Your questions answered by me and a special guest who's 40 plus. So many people think of middle age as something to dread. What a load of bullshit. I reckon this is when you really come into your own. So send us your questions, comments and dilemmas. Go to NellieThomas.com and follow the links. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcast. First episode's out in January 2023. See us then, icons. Can't bloody wait. Hi everyone, you are listening to our new podcast, The Single Life of Us, with me, Nellie Thomas, and me, Kate Mulholland. This podcast is recorded in the pod bar, and it is recorded on Wurundjeri land. And we would like to pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging, and we would like to acknowledge the original tellers of stories in this country of ours. It's a long tradition, 60,000 years. We would also like to let you know that there could be some language. There could be. There will be. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there'll be some swearing. I mean, less than the swearing, which probably doesn't matter so much for children, there may be talk that you don't want the children to hear. Oh, there's 100% talk you don't want the children to hear. And if you're offended by swearing, you really should fuck off now. Yeah, yeah, you've got to go. Off your fucks. (laughs) It's like this. (laughs) There's a lot more content that's going to upset you. This podcast has the E for explicit. (laughs) Hope you enjoy the podcast. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nelly and Kate, gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated, exhilarated, free and adventurous. Hello, Nellie Thomas. Hello, Kate Mulholland. Episode 12. I don't know the bingo call for 12. It's a straight dozen, doll. Oh, straight dozen, of course. Not a baker's dozen, (laughs) just a straight dozen. Yeah. Or you could go um, number one and one little duck, number two. Ah. Yeah, one, two. One, two. Yeah. But I'd just go with a dozen. Straight dozen. Because sometimes when you're in the middle of a big bingo call, you can't fuck around. No. So you just say number 12, straight dozen. Correct. Right. Boom. We're done. On so here we number. are. On to number 12. <laughs> number 12. Could be um, start of the teen years. Could like you be. could add a bit of rhetorical flourish. Yeah. You know, you could you could time stamp it mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. a tramp stamp 12. <laughs> dozen eggs. What else do you get in a dozen? Well, you can get a dozen bread rolls, but that is the baker's dozen. You get 13. Yes. So yes. is 13 baker's, baker's dozen? Baker's dozen is, right. a thir- is 13. Pop right. in an extra one. Yeah, I don't know. I literally, it's, no. It's one really cares. eggs. It's just, they do. Okay, let's stop talking about it. <laughs> so you've been sick. You've been sick as a dog. I've been sick. I um, I've been sick. The children have been sick. It's been fun, 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 fun times. But 
all that happened after I did my live show for the peas and had my party. So I didn't care. Yeah, yeah. you got I it did all done. Not care. How's it been being sick as a sing, single mother of daughters? Well, that's How's actually that in sick? my bright and shiny. Oh, okay. Yes. We'll hold so, off then. Yeah, we'll we'll hold off. But, but so um, you haven't had COVID and you haven't no. had the dreaded flu that's been. Well, I've had Melbourne. my flu vax. Yeah. So I wonder if I. I, like I think that one of my twins had the flu. He was wiped out. Yeah. The other one just had a sore throat and I had a sore throat. And I mean a sore throat from hell. I couldn't swallow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, this is definitely tonsillitis. That's yeah. it. Like I could not sleep. And then just gradually went away one day. I the was like, worst oh. thing about that level of cold and flu is the fact that you're so exhausted but you can't sleep. Can't sleep. You know, and this, I mean, ladies, brace yourselves because this is fucking hot, right, for all my potential <laughs> lesbian suitors. I have a sleep apnea machine. Ooh, yes, she does. <laughs> so if you ever get to have a fun sleepover at Nelly's house, you'll hear that. Would you take it off for the first sleepover? Oh, my God, are you kidding? I'll hide it. It's not hot. We've got to be comfortable. How much noise does it? Is it really that loud? It doesn't make as much noise as me snoring. Okay. Or, you know, potentially choking and having a heart attack. Okay, great. So Yeah, wow. <laughs> less noise. Than... <laughs> Speaking of heart attacks, I did a staycation. So I think I mentioned in a previous um, Bright and Shiny, which is where we talk about new things that yes. we're doing. I've stopped finally trying to force my family to do, you know, holidays that are too much for everybody. Yep. And we decided we would do a couple of days at a hotel in the city. Very nice hotel. Um, which was lovely. So I had the Friday night with our beautiful mutual friend, Michelle Laurie. Yep. And her and I went out on the tiles. You really did. And then had Saturday and Saturday night with her kids and my kids. Yep. And then we had buffet breakfast in the morning. And only shit, this can only happen to me. I walk over to the, you know, hot servery and someone had a heart attack. I just, she sends a message to the group text, just having a buffet breakfast. Someone's <laughs> just had a heart attack. Someone someone what? literally, I heard someone yell out, call triple zero. And I thought it was someone being fucking annoying and dramatic. Which you, know, you would you, like. Like when you kind of, oh, come on. Someone yeah. had too many drinks and they're still drunk from the night before. And then I looked over and went, oh, oh no, she means it. Yeah. Being Terrifying. a fancy hotel, which I found funny because the person didn't end up dying. So it's okay. We can talk about yes. it. There were three cardiac surgeons slash doctors there. Of course there were. Because it was a posh hotel. Yes. So it's like you were beating off. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. No, 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 I'll right, do it. I, I'm, I'm the, yes. I've got it. Yes, yeah. I mean, we've got some ambulance issues in Victoria, we but we really had three doctors do. present. Yeah, good. So it was a lot. But I thought only me. Did could... the person pass out? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So scary. It was very scary. And I was there trying to sort of shield the oh, kids children. from it. Yes. Yeah. But I thought, oh my God, we go just we'd try and go and relax. No, I actually channeled how I was raised and pretended nothing had happened. Right, yes, always good. <laughs> always good. <laughs> let's go to the chocolate fountain. Yes, come on. Let's buy yeah. pancake. Anyone want <laughs> <my> pancake? <laughs> Anyone want waffles? Um, yes, yeah, so you've been in poor health. I have. I've been out on the town. Yep. Um, Complete opposite. We're good. We are good. We're good. Hey, I've got a weird thing that I wanted to talk about in the intro. Yeah. But it's been swirling around in my head for some years. Yeah. Especially having had small children for some time and you've had five of them. Yes, yes. Let me put this question to you. Why are there so many dead mothers and shit stepmothers in Disney movies? I do not know. 
What is going on with that? And it must go back to even fairy tales like Hansel and Gretel. It Brothers Grimm. Yeah. Like absolutely. The poor stepmother yeah. has been the evil witch yes. for as long as we've been telling stories. And I might be a stepmother one day. What about the stepfather? Yeah. I couldn't think of one. So I did a bit of research. Yeah. And I actually stopped making the list. But I'm just going to give you a few of the of the big ones. So mm-hmm. Peter Pan, mm-hmm. motherless boy. Belle on from Beauty yes. and the Beast, motherless girl. Yep. Jasmine from Aladdin, Pocahontas, yep. Lilo and Stitch, Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph. Uh, all of these either orphans or motherless. Yeah. Where mothers actually die in the uh, movie. Dumbo, Bambi, never Jungle recover. Book, Little Mermaid, Finding mm. Nemo, mm. Tarzan, Frozen, Evil Stepmothers, oh. Snow White. Cinderella, Tangled. It's a thing. It is a thing. Why are we? Because I think in adult land, you know, I can't do true crime. Yep. Because I'm over dead ladies in a boot. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. I can't. It just It's just too much for me. Yep. But even you go and think, well, it's Saturday night. I'm there with the kids, movie night. Yeah. We'll all snuggle up in bed. Yeah. Let's put on a Disney movie. Yeah. Oh, Dumbo's mum just died. I know. Bambi. We've all been scarred from that for years. But what is it? What is the cultural fascination with mothers dying? Or mothers being bad. Yes. Stepmums. Or... Well, I think I know that one. I reckon that's Madonna Whore. Do you think? That's that old trope of, you know, women are either these idealised mothers who don't have sex, who are completely sort of desexualized, perfect um, martyrs, uh-uh. or they're evil, which is hateful, the non-maternal whores. Yeah. Basically, which is the stepmums. Yeah. She didn't. If she didn't give birth to you, she can't possibly be kind. Yeah. But I think it's a really interesting thing to ponder. On the one hand, I think it's the pro- possibly one of the greatest tragedies that it one is. can imagine. Yeah, I think to grow up is their mum dying. Yeah. But I don't think it's that. Well, it does. I mean, it, it does create a good story and a backstory, and you know all of that. But yeah, I don't know either. Is it so we can idealize the dead mother? Because the dead mother's not in reality cranky. No, she's not. Or she no, they're always beautiful like, when they flash back to them. Burn the curry, or yeah, she yeah, didn't yeah, have yeah. a bad day and let the kids sit sit on the iPad for eleven hours. No, she. You didn't. know, like you can romanticize yeah. the yeah, dead mother. I don't know. I mean, the only father that I can really think of dying is in the Lion King. Yes, and that was very traumatic as well. That was very traumatic, and and that is more about the. Royal succession. Yes, it is. Isn't it? It's not about the as much be a about daughter the paternal and a yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, figure dying as the king, king dying yeah. and the consequences of that. Whereas when the mother dies, it is about the pain, the, the wretched pain of yes. it. Yes. But it's like we can't imagine in what situation do any of these have a single mother? No, none. Like Lilo and Stitch is the closest and that's a sister. Sister, yeah. So we can't have, even in a Disney movie with all the progress. You know who had a single mum? Um, Toy Story boy, Andy. Oh, was she single? There's no dad ever. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I did. But they don't talk about it? They don't talk about it. It's just a thing. Yeah, because when she moves house and everything, it's just her. Okay. And he has a little sister, but there's no, there's never a dad. Yeah. Or a mother, a pa- mother's partner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's not really any of the storyline. But maybe that is the the, the next frontier. Yeah. I feel like we need to have a blended family. I think in maybe in, film. in some of the the um, 
Disney and Nickelodeon TV shows. Okay. Yes, are, I'm sure there would be. Yeah. They're a bit more modern, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. But they're not going for this universal, you know, Cinderella story. There is definitely something in children's literature about um, if usually the parents, but often just the mother, has died, there's an element of freedom for the child. Like there's an idea, even though it's sad, yeah. there's an idea that they, I don't know, they can go up the magic faraway okay. tree and yeah, eat yeah, all the yeah. lollies yeah. and they can do the da-da-da. <laughs> so there's still that sort of patriarchal idea that the dad won't police that. He won't keep them safe. The dad won't do the maternal yeah. kind of work Yeah, that's required, the nurturing work. Yeah, yeah. That they're kind of off the Richter. And they're, they're on the loose. They're distracted, aren't they? Sometimes they're distracted. the dad, like. <laughs> In their grief. You know. The mothers don't have the opportunity no, to grieve. they don't. No, they're just off. Yeah. I don't know why I raised that. It's just been real. I think it's because I am facing the possibility one day, which means I must be also shifting in my own thinking and, mm. and heart, mm. to think of the possibility that one day I'll be a stepmom. Mm, okay. You know, yeah, I reckon yeah. that's why it's rolling yeah. around in my head. And what would that role yeah, what would be, it be like? Mm. Let that, us know. There yeah. will be stepmums and stepdads listening. And yes, what is I would it like? love to hear that. And I would love to hear some positive. So I mean, they don't have to be, but I would love to hear some yeah. positive because I know that there's really positive. In fact, at your 50th birthday, yeah, I was chatting to a wonderful um, guy. I won't say his name because I haven't asked his permission. Yeah. But one of your friends yeah. who is um, the boyfriend of one of your friends and he's a stepdad to her children. Yeah. He loves it. He loves it and he loves the kids. He loves it. And he, I mean, as much as I could tell, he sounded like such a fabulous um, yeah, stepdad. he is. He is a really, really, really good example. And he really loves the role. Yeah, he really does. And again, we hear the idea of like a woman with children, getting a boyfriend, oh, he's taking on that burden. That's literally the language yeah. that's used. Yep. He is like... He's fully like, there. Yeah, fully three present. more people to love. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? It is. And that's probably... For me, I've that relationship is has really broken down heaps of stereotypes. Yeah. You know, there's an age gap, there's yeah. all these things and yeah. yet really successful relationship and everyone's happy. Yeah, and that involves teenage kids too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, this sort of idea that teenage kids are gonna reject any other adult that comes into the house or it sounds to me like he's put in the effort. He he really you has know, to build relationships with those kids. And, and that's, that's the always key. what is the key. Yeah. Build the connection. Yeah. And I I think surely a lot of stepmums do that too. Absolutely, they do. I've seen it. Yeah, I've got a lovely friend who has now got two children of her own, but took on his stepdaughters or her stepdaughters from you know. Yeah, big Brady bunch. Very, very close. Yeah, you know the girls are all married and whatever now. Yeah, but um, she's always referred to them as our girls. Yes, like it's not. Do you know? In fact, that's just reminded me. I went on a date with a woman a while ago who told me that she had four kids. Yep. And then the more that we talked, I realised that two of them were her biological children and two were her stepchildren from a previous relationship, but that she's still mothers. Yeah. That she is still, even though yeah. her and that yeah. person have broken up, yeah. that, that she still considers them her children. And I yeah. thought that was a very big green tick. Yeah, that huge green that's tick. A, that's a good sign, a sign of good character. It is. That you would continue that relationship with those kids. Yeah. Yeah. Good stepmums. Yeah. So stepmums, we'd love to hear from some step parents. Yeah, that would, would be amazing. Yeah. Oh, we've got a listener call. And this is from one of my favourite people. So some of you will know Dr. Steve Allen. He is um, a psychiatrist, but he I met him working on the ABC. So I was hosting the evenings program and he was a regular guest and he'd mm. come on and talk about 
mental health issues. He's an author. He wrote a book called Mental with um, comedian Catherine Devney. Yep. So he does the sort of medical side of things and she does the sort of funny layperson yep. side. Um, he had a show on Triple R. He's a sort of, you know, media personality as well as, you know, practicing psychiatrist. And he became single. I think he was in his 40s. He's now in his late 50s and he's done a lot of dating. Right. So I asked him to send us in. I don't know what he's going to talk about, but let's have a listen. Hey, Nelly. And nice to meet you, Kate. I love your podcast. I'm learning lots. I've lived lots. I especially love all the stuff around the house. I had to learn so much when I first got divorced. And I still can't put a doona on without screams of frustration. Oh, yeah, that's fair. And I made lots of mistakes too. In fact, I introduced a woman once to my young son without telling my ex-wife first. I didn't really realise that error until you guys pointed out. Anyway, on to dates. Sorry, Steve. I really don't have a best or worst. My approach to online dating was largely about a dozen texts and then an afternoon coffee to see if there was a spark and from there either dinner or a polite no thanks. So instead of best or worst or ideal dates, I'm going to tell you my most bizarre and probably my favourite date. Okay. And for the record, I did clear this with the woman concerned before (laughs) uh, sharing it on your podcast. Anyway, in the online dating world, I put that I was a doctor on my profile. I tried for about six months without mentioning my profession, but averaged about bugger all dates (laughs) and uh, found out that uh, short, middle-aged, balding blokes aren't that desirable. (laughs) So I added but that I was a doctor working in mental health and bingo, I started yeah, getting boom. some matches. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did feel a house. little bit guilty leveraging my profession, but <laughs> oh, hey, right. it's no. either that or sitting alone watching Big Brother. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, of course, the catch is that uh, nearly everyone wants some medical or mental health advice yes. either for themselves or a family member. Yes. But I don't really Tricky. mind because I love talking shop, uh, especially mental health shop. Yeah. So, anyway, I met this woman who I thought was gorgeous and had a personality to match. I was going overseas the next day, so we started texting but couldn't meet for some time. Um, The texting turned into video phone calls and the attraction was strong. Now, but she then told me a very, very difficult story. She told me about a really hard previous relationship um, where she was convinced that she had caught HIV from her ex-partner's high-risk behaviours. Wow. She was pretty sure that she was probably advanced in her illness and she'd lost weight and she was petrified about getting a test. She was convinced she was seriously ill and she knew she needed to act, especially as she had three kids and sole custody and she knew she needed some sort of plan, but she just couldn't face the testing and the uh, potential results. Anyway, on many conversations, I reassured her that her chances were very low. She lived in a low-risk area, but she was just too scared to get the testing. And Mm. in the end, I offered to organise the testing for her and take her along. Anyway, she was travelling at the time, and so we agreed to meet in Bali. We had just two days crossover because she had to go on to her next destination. And by this time, we were talking... a couple of times a day, and I was smitten. Um, but this was our first real-life meeting, our first actual date. Wow. Anyway, she met me at the airport when my plane landed at about 9am. We had a very nervous coffee in the nearby cafe. Oh it was God, strained. She was too nervous to talk much. I can um, then we went straight to the clinic where I'd booked an appointment and oh I'd done the research God. and I did reliable testing and gave same-day results. They took her blood. Uh, we had about a two-hour wait where we went to another cafe. We made more small talk, me trying to reassure her. Oh she was gosh. crying intermittently. She was convinced that she was going to find out bad news. Oh, um, I was fairly, fairly certain that 
she wasn't. But anyway, um, she was wondering how she was going to manage the news, especially with her three kids. It was very stressful. Then the result finally came and, of course, she turned out to be negative. Needless to say, she was super happy and um, we went out to lunch. Then we went to a romantic clifftop dinner. We spent oh. the next two days together wow. and uh, we've been together now for about three years and along oh. with the three kids, we're moving to Bali soon. Oh. So that's my best <laughs> Steve. That's an amazing story because what a story. To trust someone with that. Wow. That's huge. Oh my God. I I mean, that is there's so many things in that. One thing I'll say, because I know Steve, like he is and you're this sort of person too. Not just because he's a psychiatrist. Some people are just this you just tell people shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is that kind of guy. Yeah. You know, like Even when I didn't know him well, I would ring him and go, Steve. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, like he's yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of, he, you yeah. just trust him. He's just yeah. got that kind of vibe. Yeah. But for someone you met online that, that you've you want never to met date, in real life that you want to date. You tell him you think you're dying. You tell him you think you've got HIV. Condition. You tell yeah. him you've got a sexually transmitted infection potentially. Yes. yes. That, that is that person flawed. then says, okay, let's deal with it. And I've heard some interesting first dates. That but to go to the HIV <laughs> testing clinic, <laughs> how much would you be bloody bonded to Steve for the rest of your life? And you know what? They got out of the way really quickly that he can handle shit. Totally. That's that's just a given now. Yes. This guy's not going to bail. Yeah. He can handle shit. He's meeting me on my holiday. Yes. And on his holiday. Yes. I mean, that's an incredible story. I think it's really, it's so fascinating because... You know, when we when he started the call, he's clearly had a strategy because I know Steve did a lot of online dating. Yeah. So he wasn't going to muck around. No pen pals. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, He wasn't yeah. going to text yeah. for, you yeah. know, 10 weeks. Yeah. But clearly something about this woman got him. Yeah. And, in fact, they did become pen pals. Yes, Because they, they were obviously did. texting and video calling a couple of times a day. Yeah. And then there's this massive disclosure. Yeah, huge. Then they meet in real life and it's fucking awkward. Yes. By his own admission. Yes. Like they can barely talk. She's so nervous they can barely talk to each other. She's they're, crying. Then they're in a clinic. <laughs> Flash forward 12 hours later, they're on a bloody sexy dinner on a cliff top. I know. How weird is life? Gosh, the emotions that... They must have both felt. Wow. And now they're moving together to Bali. Bali. That sounds like you're living the dream. And she's got three kids. I'd love to know how old her kids are. Yeah. They're all going to Bali. They're all going to live in Bali. Wow. And look, Stevie, I can't remember exactly how old Stevie is, but if I had to guess, I'd say, you know, maybe 56, 7, 8, that kind of age. So again, for people listening, because we keep getting letters from people, who basically go, oh, you know, I'm 48, I'm too old. No, you're not. No, 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 no. No, no you're no, not, no, mate. No, 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 no. Like they could be just around the corner. They could be five years off. They could be 10 years off. Yeah, you're not they too old. They could be 20 old. years off. Yeah. I mean, If people you're into don't, it, they're not, you're not too old. People who are in happy relationships don't just suddenly go, oh, I'm 48, separate bedrooms and uh, we'll yeah. just be mates now. Yeah. No, <laughs> so <laughs> that's why would you think that? Yeah. How do you reckon you'd handle a disclosure that big? Ooh. I don't think I'd be freaked out. No? No. Like I think if I really liked that person, because at that point you are either going to, you know, try and take it further or you're going to be friends. So yeah, he obviously liked her enough to support her through no matter what that outcome was. And he was spitting. 
Yeah, he was smitten. So and maybe he, his and common thought, sense went out the window. You don't have HIV. No. And that's the other thing I'd say. I mean, I know Steve's worked in infectious diseases. Yeah. And he knows yeah, HIV. Like so, I mean, he'd have a better sense of risk yes. than what we have. But, I mean, um, you never know. You never know. But I also think um, for me, if I got that disclosure, I think it'd be very different if you got it on the first date. Oh, yeah. And I mean, when I say first date, they obviously had it on the first date. But I yeah. mean... Within a couple no, of no. days of talking to each other, I'd think no boundaries. Yes. But obviously she had shared, this is why I have trauma over past relationships yes. because I couldn't trust the person I was with before. Totally. And I'm scared that he's given me a sexually transmitted disease. Well, and also you want to follow her in that situation. I'd want to find out, are you going to fuck off if I have got HIV? Yeah, that's right. Or if you are, is even this conversation freaking you out? Yeah. Because whether I've got HIV or not, we still yeah. have to deal with the fact that my last partner was a cheater. Yes. So... But I would say pick your moments, and she obviously did. Like it's not something I'd disclose immediately. No. Not because there's anything wrong with it, but because it's too much. Yeah. Too soon. Yeah. But obviously once they got to know each other a bit and she could trust him. It's a beautiful story. It is a really beautiful. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Dr. Steve. Yeah. Yes, meme. Would you like to go first this week? Okay. So the meme that I've got is I don't even want a partner. I just want someone who wants to hang out all the time, thinks I'm the best person in the world and only wants to have sex with me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, that sounds like me. I know. That sounds like me. I was like, this could be Nelly. Oh, God, and now I sound ridiculous. I laughed a lot. so funny. I don't want a partner, but I do. Oh, that totally sounds like me because we don't have a word for that. No, we don't. We don't have a word. Mind you, I don't want to hang out all the time. No, I know. That but... would be, that's it. But yes, I t- that is me. I feel both seen and abused. <laughs> well, that's what a good meme does. <laughs> See, I call that, there's so, it, there's so much problem, so many problems with the terminology. I call that dating. Yeah. That's not a partner. Exclusively that's dating. dating. Exclusively dating. Yep. You know, that's to me is different to like. Three well, you haven't three moved kids in. in a boat and a yeah. bloody You're not spending every night together. Yeah. 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 But it can be exclusive and loving. Yeah. But, but do yeah. they have soy milk in their fridge? You've owned me. <laughs> and I am not here for it. You just slipped that in, didn't you? Just like, to test is, me. This is a pretty good one. <laughs> well, this sounds like you, right? My meme. Sometimes I think, screw this, I'll just be a stripper. Then I remember I'm fat and can't dance. Yes, that is me. 100 both you and I can dance. I can dance, but I don't know if I could stripper dance. I don't know if, if it can go that far. I reckon you could. Oh, you know, well, look, 50 bucks is 50 bucks. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, I know. I and I don't. I should say I don't know if stripper is the appropriate terminology or fat. But you know, we get the. We can say fat because we are fat. Yeah. But we're not sex workers, so I don't know if we can say stripper. No. But we mean it with love. Yeah, we do mean it. We with mean love. it with love and respect. Yeah. And it's just an image of a sort of Angela Lansbury kind <laughs> it of is, looking yes. woman with a gin and tonic, <laughs> just going, "Oh fuck this shit! I'm so over trying to find someone." Yeah. Why don't I just go and make a few fitties? Yeah, why not? On the pole. And I'm not working anymore. I'm just going to do yeah, this at I'm night. Yeah, I'm done. I must admit I did get my first lap dance at my 50th. Yes, you did. It was my very first. So there you go. Be careful if Nellie Thomas is your yeah, friend. Yeah, I believe I organised it. I believe it. you did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't have to pay though. No, free. Yeah, they were <laughs> clamouring. Everyone was clamouring to do it. I had to beat them off with a stick. Well, you know, it's hard but. 
that's just who I am. You're hot and 50. Yeah, I can't help it. And you've got plenty of lap to go around. Plenty! <laughs> <laughs> lap to share. Bright and shiny. shiny. So our segment where we talk about things that we've learned or we're now doing that we're single. Yes. What have you learned So I sort of gave way? a heads up to this in the start. Yeah. So what I did, which I think is actually... One of the fears that I had before um, I separated from my ex-husband, definitely a fear that I had when my children were younger, was what happens if I get sick yes. and they get sick, yes. right? Because do you mean terminally sick or just I do sick terminally in sick, but sick in general? Yeah, like right? you get a flu, you get the flu, yeah. or you get a cancer diagnosis. Yeah. You know what happens mm. when you've made that decision to be on your own? Mm. Um, and obviously that is not a reason to stay with someone, but it all swirls around your head, right? Oh, a friend of mine broke up with her husband and literally three weeks later had a breast cancer diagnosis. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And you don't, you know, you never know. We're nah. all, we're all just, yeah. So I, um, had to cope with sick children cause they were sick first. Yeah. I had to, you know, work a couple of days, sort them out. And they were proper sick, this horrible flu that's going around. Mm. Um, School is like a Petri dish. Our school sent an email out yesterday saying school reports are being delayed by a month because so many kids have been off school. Well, but also because so many teachers And teachers. It's just, it's a mess. The whole thing is is. a mess. Full on. Um, So they they were out and then you got sick. And then I got sick. Mm. Um, And I did. So what did you do? Well, I was really gentle on myself. My house is a tip and yep. that's okay because yeah. I know how to tidy a house. Yep. They can help me when I'm yep. up to barking orders at them. Mm. Um, I just let them got Uber Eats KFC because that's what they felt like with mm. their sore throat, having hot chips. Yeah. I just didn't. They wanted salt. Wanted salt. We left the heater on at night. You know, we This just... sounds like a joke. But I mean it in all sincerity. I have learned one of the keys to happiness is lowering your standards. Oh. For real. Yeah, because like, I don't like, I don't mind having messy areas, but my kitchen and family room yeah. has to be clean. I have yeah, to be able to, yeah. you could pop in and have a cup of tea. And it's not like that at the moment. Yeah. I just had to go, oh, well, I'm sick. Yeah. They're sick. Yeah. If I get a load of washing done, that's, yeah. a, that's an absolute bonus. So You triage. Yep. The other thing I did was beautiful, um, my friend Lorraine and my work boy Ben, they said, we're going to run the warehouse sale. We're going to go and sort things out. You're not coming to work. And I let them. Oh my, hang on. Can yeah. we just this stop was, here this for a moment? Huge for me. You accepted some help. Yeah, I did. It was really hard. I got up, got dressed, washed my hair. Amazing. And then thought, I'm just going to sit in bed for a second. Yeah. Because you know what, this will, and I know we had a lot of feedback from the last time I told you off about not accepting money from um, friends who wanted to pay for you to go on a holiday. Yes. And people emailed about that because that really resonated. Yes. I think especially for a lot of single mums, you get so out of necessity used to the idea that you have to be able to handle your shit. Well, Your shit, their shit, everyone else's shit. Yeah. A lot of people are caring for older parents Young yeah, kids, yeah. themselves, doing everything. To stop and say, I will accept that help mm. for it was your really warehouse hard. sales, hard. So Ben, first of all, texted me. He calls me babe, which I love. And he's like, hey, babe, yeah. you don't need to come in. I've no. got everything ready. We know what we're doing. Lorraine yeah. will help. And then Lorraine rang me. She's like, look, I'm here. We mm. don't need you. 
Stay no. in bed, you bitch. Yeah. And so I said, actually, I will. Yeah. And I really think it helped me get better. <laughs> of course it helps you get better. That's the only way you can get better is the bloody rest. And I was like, I felt really guilty, but then I was like, I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> and it was fine. The world didn't cave in. Mm. And the you know what? Aside place. from the fact that you got the flu or whatever you got, you yeah. got something. Yeah. You've also had a monster four or five months. I really, like, really have. You're exhausted. Yeah. If we've learned one fucking thing from COVID mm. is that you don't soldier on with cold, no, you soldier don't. on. That's right. You stay home and you Lay wear a down. bloody mask. Yeah. You and, know? And further to the um, me not going to Bali, beautiful friend Kim, who was, I don't know if you met her at my 50th, but I she's sure a um, big listener of the show. And she sent me, I think it was $200. And she just put oh, barley yeah. beside it. And I said, I can't go, but thank you. And I've put it in a travel account. Yes. So another time. And, and I didn't actually, give it back to her, which I wanted to. That's a really nice thing. Well, I'm glad that you accepted it. Mm. And Kim's awesome. Yeah. But also for people listening, sometimes people ask us, you know, what do you buy a new single friend? For mm. example, like how, do you buy mm. a bunch of flowers? Mm. The idea of setting up a travel account. Yes. Or let's say they love massages. Yes, whatever. Like for me, I love massages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Set up a little separate sub account and when it's your birthday, yeah, when it's Christmas time, when it's whatever, instead of buying that thing, you know, I don't know, what should I buy them? Yeah, yeah. Put 50 bucks in there. Yeah. And before you know it, they'll have enough for a little holiday or a massage or something. Well, my friend Rachel put together a little Yeah, she set it up. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've got a few hundred dollars. So Amazing. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really. So. Love it. My bright and shiny was that I. Coped with sick children and I accepted help. So it turns out, and I say this with the greatest amount of love and respect, an old dog can learn new tricks. Yes, it's, uh, I can. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, once you start accepting help, yep, it's you get weird used feeling, to accepting help. But yeah. was actually, I thought, yeah, I really can't do that. And well then done. I didn't. Yeah. I'm so proud that was, of you. That's what I did. What about you? Well, this one doesn't apply to me, but one of our listeners, um, wrote in saying that the the bright and shiny that she did was she changed her name. Ah. So she had a married name Mm. and she did not want to revert to, in her words, her patriarch's name. Yes, okay. So she didn't want to go back to her dad's name. Yep. She made up a whole new name. Yeah, fair enough because that was the epiphany that I had. Yeah. When I've gone back to my maiden name, but I love my, I love Mulholland. Kathleen yeah. Mulholland is a beautiful Irish name. Yes. And I'm proud of that side of my Mulholland heritage. Mulholland Drive. Mulholland or Mulhol, as everyone called me at school. <laughs> <laughs> of course they did. Um, there is no women's names. No. Whether you take your husband's or not, you got your father's. That's so right. I That's just right. was like, oh my gosh. That's so right. good on her. Yeah. That's no, I loved thing. it. And I thought, again, it's one of those things like I've never changed my name because we never married. Yep. Um, and it never occurred to me now, kids have got the double barrel and all that sort of shit. So it's not something that I've grappled with. Yeah. But of course, for a lot of people, especially oh. of our age who are coming out of relationships mm. and marriages, they are sort of considering what to do with their names and changing paperwork. And I just love that she has ripped up the script and gone, yeah. I'm going to make up a name. I know. Cool. All our kids are making up yeah, new names. that's and right. As they change genders. Yeah, and, whatever. And, and identify differently yeah. and whatever. It's like you can actually Beautiful. do it. Yeah. You can make that choice. I love it. Yeah, I, I love am, it too. I'm all about it. I think so you're awesome. She wanted to remain anonymous so we can't say her name. No, fair but enough. But good on her. Yeah, good on you. Good on her. Yep. I love it. Swipe right. right. So this is our weekly dating segment. Yep. 
And I thought we could talk about, instead of talking about red flags in dating, let's talk about green flags. This is really interesting to me. I really, I really like this because I know red flags are super important. You need to know if you're up against a dick. Yes. But what about some green flags? Tell me things that you've met someone when you were dating and thought, this is amazing. I would like to see this in another human. As I've said to you before, as I said to listeners, I did, you know, sex ed and consent shows for Mm. 10 years. And one of the jokes we used to do was, you know, sex ed when I was at school was like, you're you're all going to die or get pregnant. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was a better joke than that, but that was the gist of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all negativity, Mm. nothing about sexual pleasure, nothing about intimacy, nothing about the positive aspects of having a physical relationship with someone. No. And so we don't want to replicate that in this sense. Yeah. All right. We're not just looking for red flags. No. We're looking for green flags. Yeah. So what, what, if you, if I said to you, what would be a green flag if you were dating? I mean, I know you're having to imagine, but what... Other than well, Yuma. Definitely Yuma, no. Um, being able to, two things, being able to organise an activity yes. completely without any input from me. Yep. Um, and also accepting that maybe that activity didn't work so well because of the fact that I am a single mum or, you know, things might go wrong. Yes. I want to see how you handle when things go wrong. So because let's say shit happens in my life. Bought tickets to yep. the ballet. And I couldn't and go. And you go at intermission. Actually, shit. I just had a call from yep. one of the kids and I have to go. Yeah. How if do they, they chuck a nana, yes. red flag. Red flag. But if, if they they're go, like, how can I help? Yeah. They're like, do you need me to drive you home? Yeah. Do, do we need to pick anything up? Yeah. I, I Yeah, to me. Oh, imagine if they rescheduled and bought tickets again. Oh, stop it. I mean, here comes the bride. Yeah. That's right. Yes, that's true. A green flag is showing flexibility. And that doesn't mm. mean that they're, you know, a perennial doormat. No, no, no. You know, it's I not like you can go, oh, I'm just going to cancel because nah, I can't be fucked. No, nah, nah. But they can roll with the reality of your life. Yeah. And, I mean, I would do, if someone had bought me tickets to the ballet, I would do everything I could to be there. Of course. But life sometimes happens. Yeah, it does. And especially, like, let's be frank, when you've got kids, they come first. Yeah, that's right. And that is just the deal. And that's the same if I'm dating someone with kids. Yeah. Like you have to be flexible. Yeah, so that's, that's a right. big green flag if they handle that with grace. Yep. And imagine they also booked something without asking me. Well, this is going back to the Fifty Shades of Grey it principle is. It is. that you raised yes. previously. Yes. That that show is not about sex. It's no. about the fact that that dude actually can organise something. Yeah, organise shit. And for those of you, for, for the... Straight cis dudes listening. Yeah. Listen. That's all you've got to do. That's all you've got to do. <laughs> it's a low bar. It is a pretty low bar. Yeah. Organise everything. Don't ask questions. No, don't ask questions because <laughs> I may as well have something. fucking done it. Yeah. Like particularly for, oh. frankly, if you're dating single mothers. Yep. Just the joy oh. of someone going, I've taken the mental load for oh. you. I mean that, I know Nellie says I'm not allowed to say this, but that makes you wet. Yeah. <laughs> Well, who I never said you said it's terrible that you couldn't say it. I just said it was very leading. Yeah, okay. What do we say then? <laughs> no, you can say that. Okay, that's absolutely true. I mean, oh. that is just so attractive. So attractive. Just to be. Do you mean? What do you mean? I don't have to do the tickets. Oh, I don't have to Google the link. And then don't message me and go. 
all right, so do you want to sit here or yes. do you want to sit here? Yeah, make the or do you decision. Want, just, just do it because I don't decision. give a shit. If I'm out and someone's yeah. organised it, I'll sit behind a fucking bowl. Yeah. I'm just so glad I to put be that out. down as one of my green flags, which okay. is someone who makes the arrangement. The only thing I would do, and someone did this for me on a date and I thought it was very clever because I'd never thought of it, was ask their budget. Yeah, that's okay. definitely 100%. Because if you book, um, let's say we're in Melbourne, if yep. you book dinner for us at the Flower Drum, yep. And I haven't got three hundred dollars ahead, no, that's or five hundred dollars right. ahead, yes. or whatever it is. That's going to be very fucking awkward very, for everyone involved. So I'm just going to get a green tea. You do need to get a sense. Oh, of Oh, definitely. Yeah, and don't assume that the other person will be okay with you paying. No, definitely not. You know, like you do need to just get a sense of how yep. much they're prepared to spend on a date, and um, yeah, that's really true. Do that politely. I definitely, that's a green flag too. I am on that note. Actually, one of the green flags I put was splitting the bill. Mm. And not making a big deal out of it. Mm. So, again, I'm going to stop apologising for my love of the TV show First Dates. <laughs> Which, side note, I have applied for. Yes! We'll see if I get on. But one of the things I cannot believe on that is how much hoo-ha there is about the bill. There are so many young women, and I've got to come to the defence of straight cis men mm, at this mm, point. Mm. There are so many young women who expect men to pay. I don't know why, but have they, they been told that by them their to pay, parents? But what? get shitty... If they even make some kind of oh my girls always split the gesture bill. that yeah. perhaps they might split the bill. You've got a fucking job. Yeah, and also you're you're both out having dinner. Yes. It's not your birthday. Someone's no. not taking you out for an event. No, of course you split the bill. But also, do they not understand what that the history of the concept oh, of chivalry? Yes, what that comes with. He splits the bill because he owns you. Yeah, that's right. Or he doesn't split the bill because he owns you. <laughs> like, yeah, or he doesn't split the bill because he owns yeah. you. Yeah. Make the base assumption. I'm not saying I wouldn't let someone buy me dinner, but it would not be my default. No, definitely my not. My default assumption is that we split the bill. And if and the if person you... I'm having dinner with or drinks with also has that default assumption, that's a green right. flag for me. And I think if you're three or four dates in or like yeah. Nelly and I have a group that we go out with regularly, you can say, all right, well, you get the champagne this time because yes. I got it last time. Like, yes. You know, when it's an ongoing thing. But if we're yeah. talking the first few dates... I think it's a big green flag that you can just and split that bill. And quite frankly, down the track, if I clearly earn more than you, I'm very happy to pay Yeah. and vice versa. Like maybe yeah. I pay for two and then you pay for one yeah. Yeah. or something like that. It yeah. doesn't have to be 50-50 all the way. No. But on that first date, for the fact that someone would want to split the deal to, bill to me is a green yeah, flag. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that there's not some fucking default gender roles. Yes, that's right. Involved, whether it's two women, man and woman, no. two, whatever it no. is. Like you, like you say, you're both eating, split yeah. the bill. Yeah. Um, the biggest green flag for me mm. is communication. Okay. So good communication, not suffocating communication. Yeah. You know, and that's a fine line because it's a bit eye of the beholder. Yes, it is. What is suffocating? It? For yeah. someone getting 10 messages a day will be completely normal. For yeah. someone else it will be overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but someone who communicates well, if they stop messaging unexpectedly for example that's very confusing yeah yeah i haven't got time to be confused no. i've got enough mental load and we've all got friends or you've done it with me where you've gone uh sorry something's come up yeah I'll, i'm out i'll text you back in six hours yes. that's fine yeah you don't reply to that you're right okay good i've got information no as to why this conversation has sort of stopped in the ass yes. yes but yeah that's right it's no problem to stop a conversation no. but give a reason yeah 
Like if you're sitting there, and this happens a lot with online dating, I think, or even maybe if you've been set up, but in the initial stages, you can get into a, oh, we, you know, we chat, what movies do you like? Yeah. Like, if someone just like bows out. Yeah. You don't know what's happened. No. Now, they, it could well be they've gone and had a shower and gone to bed. Yeah, that's right. Just say I'm going to have a shower and yeah, go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll chat to you again tomorrow. If someone's a really good communicator like that, then I'm really a lot more interested. Yeah. Because I don't want to play any games. Yep, yep. Um, and in fact, I said, you know, I love alliteration. So I went the three C's <laughs> compliments, not love bombing, no, no. but compliments have the balls enough to, to give me a compliment yeah, without being I too. I like a compliment. Shy. Who doesn't? Yeah. As long as it's not over the top. Yeah. Compliments, confidence, communication and calm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I really, I love a big personality, but I love someone who's calm. Yeah. Who's centered. I think so too and I think because sometimes I am a big personality so it's nice to have someone around me who can be calm from time to time. Absolutely. And it's I, grounding. And I, I recognise that in myself. I'm yeah. a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. I oh, really but I like reckon you're very grounded. I mean, this is the thing. You can have a very sort of bombastic, um, you know, big presence mm. but still be centred. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't mean you have to be the stoic, quiet type in the corner. Well, I but won't I just be. mean no, you definitely <laughs> won't be. But I just mean that someone who is maybe not in the first half hour, you got to allow for a bit of nerves. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But where eventually you go, okay, we've settled down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not tense now. Yeah. You know when you see a comedian who's really nervous and you get nervous. Oh, terrible! I hate it. Right? You can't yeah. laugh. No, you can't laugh. But you want to laugh more. You want to laugh more. It's exactly the same oh, on a date. Yeah. Oh gosh. If someone doesn't settle eventually, oh, no. you just get worked up with them. Yes. And then you're both <laughs> up bloody pie in the sky, freaking out with each oh, other. Oh no, no. I can feel the awkward. No, happening. Yeah. It happened to me. So it's nice if you know that you're like that. Maybe at least address the elephant in yeah. the room and go, look, I'm so sorry. I'm so stressed out. Yeah, Like yeah. I'm really, no- I'll calm down. Yeah, just But just me- like name it. Yeah, And yeah. then I'll go, cool. Yeah. And then we'll both feel more calm. As soon as you verbalise something, it, it's not as powerful. Oh, it neutralises it. Yeah. And my last green flag, and God knows why we have to keep talking about this, but we do, <laughs> someone who asks questions and fucking listens. Yeah, novel. Novel. Yeah. But seriously, how many of our friends, because obviously everyone talks to us now about dating everyone, all the time. Everyone. How many of our friends say, I went on this date and, you know, he didn't ask me a single question? Or I went on this date and she didn't listen to a single thing? I know. Or, and just like, what? I know. That's not a conversation. No, it's not a conversation. And I think it's a really easy trap for some people to fall in. I'm, I'm sure I've done it too. Mm. But when you're nervous especially. I yeah. spoke to someone the other day, doesn't matter what their gender is, and they were telling me an hour they spoke to me and told me all about issues they'd had in a previous relationship and issues they'd had at work and, you know, they'd had a tough time. Mm. And then at the very end said, oh, and how's everything with you? With your? And oh. I said, oh, well, I'm wrapping up my work and, um, mm. yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do for money and, um, yeah, you know. This is going on with my ex and whatever, and they were like, "Oh shit, really?" Yeah, and I was what? like, "Yeah, well, if you're drawn breath." Yeah, that's right. And I said, "But anyway, let's not talk about that because I was like, yeah. it's already been an hour." Yeah, I've got to go. Yeah, so I think, especially if that's repeated, I won't. Yes, it's okay every now and again when you've had a crisis. That is yes. the time. Offload on me, hundred percent. Yeah, but if it's common, like yes. there's a person in my life, I won't name the relationship because it'll be too easy to identify yeah. them, but who will do that? Like just yep. talk at me for an hour yep. and then literally go, I've got to go, yeah. but how are you? I know. But they so say, I've got to go first. I've got to go, but how are you? Well, 
how long have I got? Yeah, not like long. I don't want to bear my soul yeah. if I'm going to be wrapped up in 30 seconds. I know. And I mean, that's a more extreme version, but on a date, like just try and be, and if you are a nervous talker, mm. just try and be conscious, give yourself some little signal, stop and ask, stop and ask, Pretend ask a question, listen. you're having a podcast, you have yeah. to actually listen to their answer yes. because you may have to give feedback on it yes. in a second. And instead of, and we all do this, we're all guilty of this when we're nervous, don't then wait for your chance yep. to talk, actually yep. listen. Yep. And if someone does that, it's fucking hot. Oh, yep, it is hot. That is sexier to me yep. than any physical characteristic. Yep. yep. Is because you're being, I mean, let's get deep and meaningful for a minute. You're being seen and heard. Yes. And if they bring that back up, like in half an hour later or an hour and going, oh, remember how you said that? You're like, oh my God, not only did they yes. listen to it at the time, they've recalled it. They oh know. my God. I've been on some dates where the person's brought it up like three weeks later. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Oh, you were really listening. Yes. Or they've like, I don't know, bought the flowers that you like. Yeah. That you mentioned. Yeah. You know, a month ago. Yeah. Or you happened to mention that you like going the footy. Yeah. And they've booked, you know, you're a St Kilda supporter. Yeah. They've bought you a St Kilda beanie. Yeah. I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah, they're it's... actually taking note. Yeah. Of who you are and what you're about. And I think females, and I'm, I'm maybe males do this too. I don't know I'm a female and I identify as one. We will sometimes do that in our friendships with women. We'll Absolutely. Like, oh, I know that Nellie loves gin. Yeah. I'm going to bring her this gin. Yeah. Right? And there's yeah. nothing, we don't think anything of it. And it's so sweet and though. And it's really nice it's to be so seen. sweet. In fact, I arrived at your place after having an absolute shit week mm. and you'd bought me a heat pack. Well, I feel like <laughs> Which I think is just so adorable. <laughs> but it is because you've gone, not only have I seen and heard that you've had a really hard week, I've been thoughtful enough to go, a nice heat pack on your tense shoulders yeah. will make you feel better. Yeah, it just feels nice to be seen. It just and, feels nice. And in yep. a dating context, yeah. to me, that's such a green flag because I think two things, frankly, you'd be a good potential partner. Yes. Like it's a green tick yeah. if to have a partner like that. Yep. And if I can be really frank, you're probably going to be good in the sack. Yeah, well, you're probably going to actually listen when I start, when my breathing changes. That's a good thing. <laughs> If I happen to mention that I like this particular thing that you did, yeah. you're listening and you'll note and you'll bring that back. back bring it back. You'll yes. bring it back, baby. <laughs> right? It's hot. So listen, take notes if you have to. <laughs> Ask questions. Now, I'm going to drop in a Dear Kelly. Okay. If I can. Yep. Um, relatively quick. Dear Kelly is our... Um, segment where Kelly is Nellie and Kate combined yep. and this is uh, like a agony art yeah, yeah. kind of segment. Dolly Doctor. And we got a very heartfelt email <clears throat> that the yep. person concerned asked me not to read out and not to identify but yep. just to give the gist of. Yep. And the gist is basically how do you know when to leave? Wow. Yeah. Which is a bloody big question and it this is. is a person in a long-term relationship. Yep. And I'm going to do something that we haven't done before. I'm going to read someone else's words, Fair. right? So I've been reading Catherine Devaney's memoir, True North, yep. right, which I absolutely highly recommend. Yep. It's fabulous. And much of the memoir is about the end of her long-term relationship with the father of her three boys. Right, yeah, awesome. So let me read this. Yep. 
She says, we spent the last three years of our relationship doing absolutely everything we could to stay together. Mm. Therapy, couples counselling, living separately, moving back in together, sleeping in separate bedrooms and having a stab at being single people parenting under the same roof. Mm -hmm. We were both smoking. I was barely eating. Splitting up is exhausting, but Mm. staying in a dysfunctional relationship is like slowly drowning each other. Yes, it really is. Oh, that hit me. That hit me right in the guts. And the reason I wanted to... And it's slowly drowning. The reason I wanted to quote that to, and we've had a couple of similar Mm. emails and, Mm. and letters from people asking the same thing. If you feel like you can't breathe... Mm. which is what slowly drowning is, doesn't mean you're getting punched in the face. No, no, no. It doesn't mean your head's held under the water. It doesn't mean you're in imminent danger of being dumped on the rocks. No. But if you feel like you can't breathe, then it's time to go. It is time to go. Does that make sense? It does. That's really powerful. And I had a friend actually ring me today and she said, I think... She's been very supportive of me and she said, I, I just realised the other day that I hadn't said, of course you had the right to leave. Mm. And I said back to her, thank you, because very few people say mm. that. Very, very few of my friends have said that to me. Isn't that so? And how we say that to our kids. That's right. What do we say to teenagers when we're talking about consent and yeah. sex ed? And so yeah. you don't even need a reason. No, you don't need a reason. You have every right to break up with That's someone. That's right. But Why don't we say that to a 50-year-old woman? I don't know. We don't. You're allowed to leave. Yeah. You're allowed to leave. And you're allowed... Even though it's painful and icky, mm. you're allowed to find happiness and peace. You really are. You really are. And really I think, are. you know, because there's no answer where you go, you know, to this particular person who wrote in and bless you and I'm trying to give you a virtual hug. Yeah. We can't go, oh, because he cheated. No, no. Or because he called you names. Yep. Or because she said this or this happened. No one can tell you that. No. But I thought that description, if you know in yourself Mm. that you feel like you're slowly drowning, if you feel like your chest is tight, that you're taking shallow breaths, that you've lost yourself, that's enough of a reason to go. It really, really, it's a really enough of a reason. It really is. And you know what? We're here for you. Yeah, we really are. And I really do recommend going and getting Dev's book. So Mm. again, True North, a memoir, and we'll have um, Dev on at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, to talk about that. But I just thought, Mm. you know, that description, because people also talk to you, you know, my relationship was 21 years, yours was over 30 years. People talk to you like you just sort of fucked off without thinking about it. And you go, do you want me to tell, I haven't told you the 28 things we tried. No. And I haven't told you a whole lot of the reasons because it's none of your goddamn business. That's right. It's personal. It's really personal. And there's privacy issues for the other person. Yeah. Relationships are personal. But no one just wakes up after that long. No. Or even after five years, even after one year and no. just goes, oh, I'm out. Yeah. Unless they're a sociopath. Yeah, that's right. Like you try so many different things. All the things she said I'd tried. Yeah. We had tried. Yeah. And most long-term couples have. Yeah. And sometimes you just go, oh, we can't breathe anymore. No, we can't And it doesn't have to be anyone's fault. No. No. It's not always someone to blame. No, there's not. Life, life just gets in the way and we change. That's so I truth. hope that's an adequate answer. Yeah, beautiful. Um, yeah, so mm. that that's all I got. Mm. <laughs> that's well, it's great. I got. It's great. And we've got another D. Kelly, which mm. I am going to ask you to read out, dear Kate. It's quite a long one. Right. Well, we it's can more share feedback it you want. Okay, than anything, feedback, to be honest. 
Hi, lovely ladies. Just have to say how great this podcast is and how much I am loving listening to you both chatting authentically about your experiences. I am not single, have been married for 31 years Oof. and re- relate to some of the stuff you guys have mentioned. I've never used back filler in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have. Yes, you have now. It's real, honest and needed. I'm a psychologist and have women in their 40s and 50s who are struggling to find their identity post-breakup. Mm crying out for a resource just like your podcast. I can see this podcast giving encouragement and hope that it may not always be doom and gloom, that they can change their narrative about so many things, especially body image stuff. Yes. Which I love when you guys mention this. That's a whole episode in itself. Older menopausal women and body issues. Yeah. And that they are equally as valuable and wonderful regardless of relationship status. Yes. Preach. So thank you for being the voices for many out there. Looking forward to many more episodes, being educated with WTAF segments (laughs) and just being more empathetic with those that are struggling. You guys need to do live shows. Yes, we do. Okay, sure. I often say to my clients, I wish I could get you all together in a room so you know you're not the only ones going through this. But I can't due to Mm. confidentiality issues. Now I will tell them, listen to The Single Life of Us. Hope you get many swipe rights. Oh, how gorgeous. From <laughs> so a proper, nice. like, professional person. A proper person. Do you know what? One of the things I love most about this is that I can imagine as a psychologist, and you and I have got a mutual friend, good friend, who's mm. also a psychologist, and they do see a lot of women of our age, yeah. and, and men I'm sure as well, Yeah. Um, in their 40s and 50s, and that identity stuff mm. is really big, mm. particularly if you've been left, Yeah, frankly. Yeah. Um, even if you haven't, if yep. you were the leaver. Yeah. But to go from being, you know, I'm like Kate married with five kids yeah. to I'm single mum, Kate's a big thing. Huge thing. Really big thing. And how you perceive yourself, how other people and perceive And there's a societal you. hierarchy that we don't mm. even think about, but it's there. and. I mean, single people have been banging on about this for years, but married people are at the top. Yeah. So if you yeah. choose to leave that, people don't like it. Yeah. Yes, although there's a, there's a Groucho Marx joke that I can't remember, but it's something, and it's not about this, but I'm extrapolating to single stuff, but, you know, you spend a couple of hours with a lot of married people and they're not at the top anymore. <laughs> like conceptually, yeah. the idea of the... Husband and wife with two children is at the top of the tree. Yep. Um, but, you know, as we've discussed many times, you scratch below the surface oh. and it's not always the pretty picture no. that it presents as. It's it can right. be, yeah, it but can, it certainly but isn't always. No. And she's quite right. Like we could do a whole episode on menopausal and perimenopausal yeah. women. And even as a comedian, like the amount of jokes about like dry vaginas and oh, post-baby yeah. bodies and yep. – you know, stretch marks and all the stuff that we've talked about, like the way we talk about ourselves is so cruel. It's so cruel. And yet I, you know, I, again, toot toot, own horn. I've had no complaints. No, you haven't. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's yeah. actually mostly coming from us. Oh, definitely. Definitely coming from us. And I think maybe when you've been in a relationship for a long time and then your body starts responding to things differently, mm. That's really tricky for yes. you because you've never had to say to to your long term partner, "Oh, I need lube." Yes, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I need something different. Yeah, yes, you're right. Even in a sexual sense, if your body's changing, which menopausal women's mm. vaginas mm. frankly do, mm. then to be able to say, "I want to mix things up," yeah. 
is actually one might say even more difficult. I think maybe in a long term yeah. partnership yeah. than with someone new. Yeah. So maybe on the other hand, maybe you've got more of a comfort level. Yeah, you that hope. you can say. Yeah. You know, it depends on your relationship. That's right. And I think if you've been in a long term relationship, your bodies have both changed. Yes, they have. You know, so there's a level of comfort there. Yeah. But I'd say if you're dating within your own age yeah, range. everyone's bodies have changed. Everyone's bodies have changed. Yeah, there's very few J-Lo's out there. Yeah, oh, my God. I mean, I haven't met any in real life. I really haven't. I mean, obviously I've met skinny women, but that's a whole but other that's, level. Yeah. That's a whole – like that is – I don't even know. Even – I don't even know if she's had surgery or whatever, but she even with – That woman has not had a carb in a very, very, it's, very it's long It's amazing. Time. But yeah. most of us aren't that. Oh, no. And most of us aren't it's looking not, for we that. We don't need to be that. And we've got to start – and I'm sure our lovely psychologist would yeah. say on a on a cognitive behavioural therapy level, yep. we've got to stop talking mean to ourselves. Yeah, Just we stop really it. Do. We really do. As RuPaul would say – if you can't love yourself, how the <laughs> hell are you going to love anybody else? else? Very, so love your true. own body as yeah. it is today. It's still Not some imaginary things. thing that yeah. you think is going to happen in the future. Love it today. Yeah. And thank you for writing in. Yeah, I felt you. a bit chuffed yeah. that it was the psychologist. Yeah, very chuffed. Yeah. Up your date. This is our weekly dating segment. Yes. I thought we might go to pick up lines. Okay. Have you got any? I don't think so. It's I mean, it's been, been a while. So long. Do you remember any that have been said to you? Mm, I, they were mostly dirty. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> I still can't get over that guy that went, "Wanna fuck now?" Wanna fuck now? Yeah. See, that's not, a, that's not a great pickup line. That is, is it? not a good pickup nah. line. No. No. Nah. Well, I thought oh, I someone might. said to me. Yeah. Um, recently, they said, "Well." If the night hadn't turned out that way, who knows what might have happened between you and I. Ooh. And I was like, oh, like I just, I was like, well, there you go. There's a line. Oh, I don't know this story. Now I'm intrigued. Oh, well, I'm Hello. not telling you on here. Oh, <laughs> how exciting. Oh, I do love a little flirty line but it was just like, like yeah, and who yeah, knows, yeah. May, nothing may have been meant by it, but I was like, yeah. that's a good line. Yeah. Because it doesn't have to go anywhere. No, no. That's right. They can pick it up or leave it. Yeah. That reminds, again. Oh fuck it! I was going to say I'm revealing too much, but whatever. That's what we do. That is, that's the that whole just of reminded me of of something on a date where I said where someone was flirting with me, and I said to her, "If you start this, I'll finish it." <laughs> <laughs> and then she just blushed and looked yeah. away. <laughs> I love it, but you know what? Yeah. If you're going to bring that energy, it's just a fun little thing. If you're going to bring that yeah. energy to to the Nellie Thomas table, yeah, you, you, I will you, run with yeah, that. That's right, <laughs> you know? and because it's a joke or a yeah. A throwaway line, but it can also really mean something. So it's well, pretty cool. Well, and for me, to be honest, it was more a question. Yeah. Of me uh, are we doing I'm this? not sure yeah, yeah. what the vibe is here. Yeah, yeah. And I will say I think that is it's potentially more difficult to navigate with two women. Yes. Because you can actually with two women, you could be two friends. Yes. Even though you know you're on a date. Yeah, but you could still be friends. You met on a dating app or you got introduced or whatever. Like, yeah. you know, there can be a more of a grey area. Yeah, yeah. In a way that I think if you were sitting at a date with a guy and he said a similar thing, you'd go, oh, you're right. definitely okay. having a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. It's, yeah. it's a little bit, I feel like I have to call it. Okay. To be sure. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you don't want to overstep. No, no. But you also don't want to kind of go. <laughs> <laughs> 
and then go, oh, if I'd said something the night, it could have turned out differently. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so I thought the truth is, this mm. is the truth bomb that no one wants to face, mm. but it's true. A good pickup line is almost nothing to do with the line. It's whether you like them or not. That's right. Like if someone that's that right. you're vibing with yep. says to you, should we go and fuck? Yeah. You you're probably like, go, fuck, that's hot. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Yep, yep. But if it's someone that you're not into, you go, that's so yeah. sleazy and gross. You? Yeah. How dare you? Not all the time. There's no, some no, lines no. that are just gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the truth is mostly yeah. it's about whether you're into it. Yeah, that's or right. Not. That's true. So but if you can sense that, then you if you can sense it, and if their face goes, holy shit. Yeah, quick, yeah, back away. Yeah, not in. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. not in. Um, I went on parade.com Ooh. and they had a list of what they consider the 100 top pickup lines. Ooh. I thought I'd just try some out yeah, on yeah. you. Yeah, okay. And see your reaction. <laughs> so I'd like to take you to the movies, but they don't let you bring in your own snacks. <laughs> You, I knew you'd you love that. You can't see her face either. <laughs> <laughs> How bad is that? Snacks. How bad that's is that? That's terrible. It's so bad. I mean, it made me laugh, but that's because you said it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying no to that that's one. That's a big no. I mean, if someone said to me, oh, you're a tasty snack. Yeah, that's different. Like, that's kind of cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't object to snack. No, no, no. Do you know what it is? The line's too long. Yeah, it's too long. You've put too much thought into it. Yeah. It's not spontaneous enough. Yeah, because I was like, where are they? where's she going with this movie yeah. thing? <laughs> All right. I think there's something wrong with my phone. Could you try calling it to see if it works? So no. this is a way to get someone's phone number. Yeah, I know, straight away. You know what? You know what I'd like? Can I have your phone number? Yeah. I'd like to call you yeah. later. Yeah. I'm not giving you my phone number. Why are we beating around the bush? And I don't yeah. even mean that bush. No, no bush. Like, just ask me. <laughs> yeah, because... Otherwise, I may not want to give you my number. Yes. Yes. No, I'm saying no to that. Yeah, no. Do you ever get tired from running through my thoughts all night? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't run nowhere. Do you know what? I immediately go to like year 10 prevo. Yeah, that's right. Prevocational education. I'm learning to weld because it's the 80s and we've all got to. Yeah, and yep. some guys like split oh. up thinking he's the like, hottest 100% thing. 100% into year 10. In year 10? No. Yeah, no. I still would have laughed it off then. All right. Now, let me try this one. Okay. Do you know what my shirt is made of? Boyfriend material. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I quite like that. I love it. I love it. I think that's funny. That one's short. Yes. And it's so corny that it's kind of cute. Yeah, it is. And you can laugh it off and give them a little shove and ha-ha, or you can give them more positive vibes. Yes. And it, it, they can still feel fine. Like to me, if that's your first line, it wouldn't work. No, no, no. But if, let's say you slid up to me at a bar yes. and we're having a chat. Yeah. And then you kind of go, do you know what my shirt's made yeah. of? And I go, what? <laughs> like, is it linen? Is yeah. It, I'm a middle-aged woman. What yeah, is it? You know? it yeah, nice. it's a crease. It's girlfriend material. Yeah, that's cute. I'll be like, hello. Yeah, cute. It's I like cute. it. It's funny. Yep. That All right, we'll accept we'll that. go yes to that one. Um, this is, yeah, well, I'll see what you feel. What does it feel like to be the most gorgeous girl in the room? Yeah, I don't like that. I like it. Do you? I really like it. Really? Again, not the first line. No, not the first line. You know, because the first line, it's, it's sleazy. Well, I feel this is not, I don't think that I'm an unattractive person, but I'm just like, really? Am oh, I the no, most gorgeous person totally in this room? I totally see that being said to you. Yeah, because if someone's into you, that's all they can say. Okay. That's all they can say. Like I can imagine, let's say someone was chatting to you for half an hour and they just went, hey, you. Like seriously, yeah, yeah, what's okay. it like for you to be the most gorgeous girl <laughs> in the room? Maybe different. Stop Half it. an hour in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep but if going, someone walked up to me at the bar it. and 
you just said it, you'd be like, no, not cold. Yeah, not cold. But I reckon once you'd establish a little bit of flirting, yeah, a little bit. It's of... a compliment. Oh yeah, it is. But it's not like, oh, you've got nice tits. No, no, no. It's not Do you know sleazy. What I mean? Like it's cute. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, we'll give it a pass. Maybe I have to deliver it. <laughs> All right, this one's interesting. You are astoundingly gorgeous, but I can tell that's the least interesting about you. Interesting thing about you. I'd love to know more. It's a bit long. I like the sentiment, but way too long. There's a better way of saying it. Way too long. Yeah. How would we say it shorter? I don't know, but you can say, oh, you're really cute, but I don't think that's the most interesting thing about love you. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, you're so cute, but yeah, I reckon so, there's more Which to know obviously about you. means, yeah, I would fuck you. Yes. <laughs> or I'd finger you. Yeah. Oh, but, hello. you know. Yeah. That's not what I want to also say. Yes. Let's find out. So Let's you're getting the compliment in, but yeah. also not just keeping it at that. Yeah. I reckon that would be, see, this is very specific, but I think when there is obviously someone who's, and we've got a listener call that's coming up in the next few episodes where this guy, and he's not conceited, like I can tell from his letter, he's a really good looking gay guy. Yeah, yeah. And he basically gets dismissed all the time as being stupid. Yeah. Right? Because they just want like a pretty boy. Yeah. I can imagine for him, if someone said to you, like, you're obviously hot, yeah. but I can tell there's more to you yeah, than that. that would be really. That would be really yeah. cool. If you've gone through life yep. being the hot person in the room yep. and kind of being dismissed. Or being. Actually. Sometimes when you're a woman, you've been dismissed a lot. Yeah, or objectified. Yeah. But then they're not understanding that you've also got a brain. Yeah. And a heart and a personality. Yeah. Like that could actually, I have not been that girl. No. But I could understand how that could be appealing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I like it. Yep. Shorten it, but I like it. Yeah. Um, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> In my opinion, there are three kinds of beautiful. Cute, pretty and sexy. Somehow you managed to be all three. Mm. <laughs> No one's going to say that. Oh, my God. Someone has. This is in the top 100 good ones. This is in the top 100 good ones. I've written shorter essays. Yeah. Come on. Like too much. Yeah. You've got three different points there. (laughs) I seem to have (laughs) lost my number. Can I have yours? Just ask for my number. Just ask. Yep. Hey, do you mind if we take a picture together? I just want to show my mum what my next girlfriend looks like. (laughs) Jesus. For the love of Jeebus Christmas. No, no, no. You can't Seriously. have my photo. I'm like, look, if you live at home, I get it, like the economy, yeah. et cetera. But don't lead with it. <laughs> no. Don't lead with it. I don't want to think you're going to take me home. Your mum's going to be there. No. And the other thing is I don't – if you are looking in one or two dates for your mum's approval, I don't need that sort of relationship. No. 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 Maybe I'll never meet your mum. What if I meet your mum and she thinks I'm a hoe? Yeah. Can't make a wife out of a hoe. <laughs> no. Bigger the hoe, bigger the hoe, Chloe Kardashian. <laughs> I have taken that to heart. Oh, yeah. You should have seen the earrings I wore to your birthday. I know, they you were did big. They were so big that my ears were heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I even know, kidding. I know, I Because I'm a small earring girl because I, I don't like, like it. Oh, my ears are actually hurting. Yeah. Now I'm ending on my favourite one. Okay. I would use this. Right. Look, I'm actually terrible at flirting. How about you try to pick me up instead? Yeah, I like it. Because it's flirting. Yeah, it's flirting. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's like a double backflip. Yep. Sort of double entendre, triple pipe, yeah, something, yeah, 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 yeah. something, something. And it lands. It's kind of clever, but you're sort of going, if you're not good at flirting, 
Yeah. Like if you don't feel confident, it's actually a really sweet way to flirt. Yeah. And you give it a go. And if the other person's like, ah, no, then you're like, okay, it's, yeah, okay. we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Yeah, okay, I like we're it. Friends. I like it. Yeah. I'll make a graceful exit to, yep. to the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. But if they then kind of go, oh, do okay. you know what my shirt's made of? Yeah. Boyfriend material. <laughs> Can I take your photo to show my mum? <laughs> Right, you're in. <laughs> there you go. Pick up lines. And we'd love to hear your pick up lines. Yeah, please. Maybe some people just Tell have me, one in their is pocket. Is there some that work? Like I reckon. Yeah, I reckon too. There must be. Yeah. I mean, context dependent. Yeah. But, senders should pick up lines. But if you've, if you've we'll also picked them. up at a club, yeah, we will. We'll try them out for you. <laughs> I'll try them out for you, see how they go. <laughs> Back on the shelf. On the shelf where we love to be. I did this one for you. I love this girl. I know you do. I That's really, why I put really her on really there. Do. Who are yep. we talking about? Technically Tay-tay. not single. Taylor Swift, the old Tay-Tay. I stay out too late. <laughs> Shake it off. I have been and seen her live. Have you been to see Taylor Swift? Yes, I have. How many times? Just once. Just once. How was it? I mean, incredible. She's incredibly talented. It's yeah. a production, so it's yeah. not like you couldn't yell out, play this. You know, it's no. all. Um, but. I it's tell not you Joe what, Cocker. No, it's not Joe Cocker. It's worth going to see the effort the fans put in. Yes. Like, yeah. So they have they got like, you know, believers? Yes. Like I, have they got a thing? Swifties. Swifties. Yeah. Oh, yes, they Swifties. are. Like they know her albums off by heart. Yeah, dedicated they, fan base. And they, you know, there would be like 10 girls all in pink light-up skirts all together and then other ones with all matching shirts. And I actually got obsessed by... I think it was two albums ago, the Shake It Off one. Yeah. And played it every single day at work. So I think three work boys and one of my daughters, we all went because I'd, Amazing. we all knew all the words off by heart. So, yeah. yeah. I reckon I would go and know a lot more than I thought. Yeah. You know, because she's in the ether. Yeah. Um, just to backtrack a second for people who are joining us in this episode, Back on the Shelf is where we talk about someone in the ether who's single. Yes. Now, what I find interesting about this, about the Taylor Swift, I'm not a Swifty. I thought she was single because I think in the ether, she is kind of, you know, in the zeitgeist, she's sort of known for being single. Well, and she's known for dating very attractive um, yes. men and then writing a song about them. Well, in fact, one of her most famous songs, I go on too many dates, dates. but I yeah. can't make them stay. Yeah. At least that's what people say. Yeah. And that in itself is an interesting cultural yes, intervention. Really. Because she's there's a young, thin, yep. blonde woman yep. kind of going, people are slut-shaming me. Yeah, all the time they slut-shame all her. All the time. Yeah. You go on so many dates with good-looking Hollywood guys that you must be stupid. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Instead of going, all these guys go on dates with you, they must be stupid. Yeah, how come they can't stay in a relationship with yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's really good. And remember that <clears throat> they she's rumoured to still Jake Gyllenhaal took her red scarf. Yes. <laughs> so yes. her fans go insane about, about stuff like that. So, yeah, she's written some really good songs about breakups. It's like your beautiful daughter's jacket. It is. Ex-boyfriend's blazer. So, yeah, she's... So she actually does have a boyfriend. So she's been dating Joe Olwyn from 2017 till now. So that's like five years. Um, She's keeping it on the DL. She Well, she must be to some degree. Maybe she just doesn't want all that... All the hoo-ha. Yeah. She obviously, she's dated Joe Jonas, John Mayer, Jake Gyllenhaal, Zac Efron, Harry Styles. I mean, others. I mean, that is but quite a deck the of big, cards, isn't it? The big deck of cards. John Mayer must be a lot older than her. I would say so. That's what I thought. Mm. But being 32 and mm. not married, mm. 
Um, even in 2022, with her profile, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. She doesn't have kids. No. And she hasn't been married yet. And she owns it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So she said, I'm going to quote uh, an interview with her on The Ellen Show. Mm. Side note, Devo, that The Ellen Show's like closing down. But mm. anyway. Mm. Um, when I find that person who's right for me, he'll be wonderful. And when I look at that person, I'm not even going to be able to remember the boy who broke up with me over the phone in 25 seconds when I was 18. No. So true. That is really important for those who, because I know we've yep. got a lot of listeners who, who are going through heartbreak. Yeah. And we've got some young listeners who we do. are going through it for the first time. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. real. It's a physical pain and yep. it makes you sick. It really does. And yep. you really do think... Even at my age, I shared that story, what, however many mm. episodes ago, mm. four episodes ago mm. or something, you really do think I will never get over this. No. I will never feel normal again. I'll never feel like this about another person again. Guess what? You do get over yeah, it. Yeah, you do. And you do feel that way again. Yep, that's right. But it feels so real. Yeah, it, it is real. Yeah. And you just have to sit with it. And I love this. She says in her, um, in her mm. SNL monologue, she mm. said, you might think I'd bring up Joe. That guy who broke up with me on the phone, but I'm not going to mention him in my monologue. <laughs> hey, Joe, I'm doing real well and I'm hosting SNL, but I'm not going to write about that in my monologue. <laughs> I assume that was Joe Jonas. It must have. I would think so. I mean, saying yeah. Joe is pretty yes. pointed. Yes, it is. Oh, right. yeah, she's, you know who she's talking about. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, her songs are very pointed. Yeah. But. Well, I guess at this point, if you date Taylor Swift, you know. That's right. And you, you know? should be honoured. Yeah, yeah, she wrote totally. about you, you know. But I do, you know, the whole she's known for Shake It Off. Yeah. And neither you or I are trying to dismiss the no. powerful effects of heartbreak. No. But do try and maybe put that song on. Yeah. Don't feed the pain Amazing. body with all by myself. <laughs> put Shake It Off on. Yeah. Shake It Off. Yep. Put it or, on. I go one too many days. And remember, she took on the whole bloody record industry in she one. She sure so, did. So you know what? Put her songs on because... And what'd she say? I keep cruising. Can't <laughs> yeah, stop, won't stop. stop. I keep moving. So yes, you do, Tay-Tay. Right. And the haters going to hate, 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 hate. hate. Yes, yep. they are, they regardless. Are. Yeah, so who cares? So just do your thing. Do an awesome song about it. Thank you, Taylor Swift. Yep. W-T-A-F. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right, Nelly. Potentially controversial, but it's a thing. Okay. It's a thing. All right. So I'm entering it into... The modern dating terminology segment, WTAF, what yep. the actual fuck? Yep. If I said to you the word Haitian, if you saw Haitian written on a dating profile, what would you think it meant? Well, it's not like, it's not like hazing. No. No. Haitian? No, we're not, you know, ritually sexually assaulting yeah, someone yeah, good. to get in the Navy. Good, no. yeah. Is it like a you're from... <clears throat> I'll spell it for An you. An area of Asia? Like H-A-S-I-A-N. So it does have Asian, Asian in it. Asian. In the word. I don't know. All right. Asian. I love this. It's a hot Asian. Oh, self-proclaimed. <laughs> self-proclaimed. <laughs> well, it might not be self-proclaimed because I have seen, and I'm not sure how I feel about this. This is a hard one. I have seen people going seeking a Asian. Oh, yeah, yeah. So seeking a hot Asian, seeking a specific anything racial or ethnic group, oh, scene, body type, sits I, I don't, yeah. uncomfortably with me. Yeah, describing oneself. 
Yeah, no, describe no oneself. Problem. I like that. You go, if I'm you, a Haitian. If you're owning a Haitian, I like it. Or as I've heard um, before, Blasian, Black Asian. Yeah. You know, like self-described. Yes. However, you, I'm, I'm, you know. I'm all for that. Like BBL. BBL yeah. What is it? BBL. No, what is it? BBW. BBW. <laughs> Big Beautiful, beautiful Woman. But seeking, that makes me slightly yeah. uncomfortable. Why? Why does it make me uncomfortable? Well, I think it makes me uncomfortable too. And I think because why are you seeking a certain um, nationality? Like what is it about you that, that you're attracted to a nationality? You should be attracted to a personality. What do you think, what yeah. is the stereotype yeah. you have of that nationality? Yeah. And what is it that you're drawn to in that? And, you know, if, if there was a category, middle-aged mums with blonde hair and glasses with a veranda that wraps the whole way around, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seeking that, I'd be like, oh, there's more to me than that. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. that I'd find that. I think one of the reasons mm. I find it uncomfortable is I'm going to illustrate it with an anecdote. I met a guy at a party mm. who was about 10 years older than me. Mm. And cut a long story short, like we're chatting around the fire and he had recently married um, a young woman mm. and he said, I only marry Asian women. He'd been married multiple times um, because they're better around the house. Uh. Now, I know that's an extreme version of yeah, racism and misogyny. Yeah, it really is. But that shit is in the ether. Oh, yeah, it is. Like we can't pretend that that's not there. Yeah. So if I see someone is only seeking a particular yeah. nationality, I go, why I though? Why? Why Unless you're though? that nationality and it just makes you feel comfortable to Yeah, be. I guess that's different. But I still find that weird. Yeah. Because I just think, you know, we're all just people. I, yeah, I don't I don't know why I don't like it. I just don't like it. I also think in a dating app situation, just swipe right on Asian yeah, people that's if right. that's the aesthetic you, you like. To... It's the specifying it that makes it a bit oof. Yeah, that's it's got some um, balls, hasn't it? It's got something, something in it that's making me feel a little bit yeah. IKEA meatball. Tell us why. Tell us why yeah, we don't tell like us it. Why. Maybe you know. All right, wanted to end up yep. um, this episode with a listener idea because I bloody love it. Mm-hmm. Right, so. We got an email um, from a listener who has an idea about how to meet people. Okay. All right, there's lots of people who don't want to do the apps. Yep, lots. There's lots of people who don't want to ask friends to set them up. Yep. And I thought this was a great idea. Would you like to kick it off? Ladies, first up, thank you for this show. I love it. Thank you. Well, thanks for saying that because we need all the... Um, we, we love a compliment. We love, it. we love it. I'm a recently single parent. Two young kids, it can be a bit lonely. It can. But far less lonely than my 10-year marriage. Amen, sister. Yay. Listening to you is like hanging out with a couple of my friends. So I tried to separate from my ex for years and it took a while. Also mm. common story. Very Again, common story. please don't shame yourself about no. that. There's lots of reasons people stay. Yep. In that time, I discovered solo hiking. Mm-hmm. I joined some Facebook hiking groups like a total dog. She said that because she knows <laughs> you and I are both going, we're not fucking walking. Like a total dog and accidentally met a lovely man. Mm. I wasn't looking, neither was he. He'd come out of a shit marriage too. We had a shared interest and chatted for months before we even met. Mm. We've been dating for about eight months now. I'm really happy in this relationship. Look at me go. Who would have thought? Anyway, my point is I reckon there's something to be said for pursuing Mm. your interests just for yourself. You might make some new friends and maybe find a hot boyfriend or lover, whatever you fancy. Yeah, I like it. I I love it. Yeah. Because it's a win-win. Yes. Like if you're into hiking, like for me it would be 
let's say, um, a cooking class. Yeah. It would be like I did a cake decorating fondant class at yeah. the CAE. Yeah, it would yeah, be yeah. something like that. I want to do it. Yes. So it doesn't doing matter it for if you. I pick You're up not doing or not. It to meet I can still make a good frozen cake. And you know that straight away you have one shared interest in common. One thing you can yeah. talk about at the end of the day. How was your walk? Yes. You know. Do you want to go for a walk? Want to go for a walk? Yeah. There's a mountain over there. Yeah. You know. Or if we're doing cooking class, why don't I make you that curry? Yeah. That's right. You know that I love that you've got an inbuilt conversation. Yep. And common interest. And, and you were both put yourselves out there because maybe you didn't know anyone in that group. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's I like right. it. So you could see someone where you go, mm, you you know, yeah, you're a bit of all right. Yeah. Maybe I'll go and have a chat to you. Yeah. We're here on our own. And it's not a weird thing to be somewhere like that on your own. No, not at all. It's the other thing. It's not the same amount of pressure as going to sit in a bar. Oh, on your own. On your own, where you just, you feel like a bloody deer in the headlights. Yeah, that's right. But you join, like one of my kids does um, Sea Shepherd Clean Up Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stuff. And there would absolutely be other single parents. Oh, definitely. At that with their kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you might meet other adults. They yeah. might even have a single friend. Yeah, that's right. You know, but I thought it was such a clever, clever mm -hmm. idea. Yeah. Because either way, you're doing something you want to do, which, by the way, is something that almost all therapists suggest to people when they come out of separation, come, come out of a relationship. Yeah. Do something that's nothing to do with your ex. Yep. Yep. Like so make try a podcast. And find a new, <laughs> like make a podcast. <laughs> like try and find a new interest yeah. that you didn't share in common. Yep. And especially if it's something you've always wanted to do, which she, I don't get it, but she's wanted to hike for years. She has, and she did it. And she says here, I still met my dude online, yep. but in a very old person way. Yep. Not an app, just thought I'd share this story for those desperating yep. over the dating app clusterfuck it can be. <laughs> Maybe get your dork on and join some online groups. Totally agree. Love your work, ladies. Totally agree. <laughs> and it could be in our situation with the crossover with your other app and how, uh, with mm. your other podcast and how we met. Mm. You know, I know I've met some really lovely people, no dates, but I've met yeah. some really lovely people in the carer groups that yeah, I'm that's part right. of. Yep. And I tell you what, if you want to meet single parents, go to some yes, carer groups. Yes, 100%. <laughs> that is where they are. But if you're really into art, there'll be a group for people in your area that go to the NGV. Yeah. You know, or if yep. you are into dating women over the age of 45, you will find a yep. group online for queer women over the age yep. of four. whatever it is or social lawn bowls social you know bowls, social groups of any yeah, kind i was going to suggest sport but why i don't know but you know you might join a netball group yeah, you, you might. might join mixed soccer you yeah, might that's whatever right. it is yeah bloody loved the idea so thank you for sending it in yeah thank you oh that's the end that of that is the end of that thank you for listening to us for 12 weeks oh my god that's three months oh, three months that's quarter of a year yeah wow our beautiful listener, Jenny in Perth, because I think I said in episode eight, I wonder if anyone's listened. Yeah. And she messaged me, I have, I have, I have. I've listened she? to all eight. Well, one of so our now listeners wrote in who binged 12. six in one night. I reckon she's gone the full 12. Oh, she probably has now. If you've so, smashed six in a night, yeah, that's... two nights you're done, babe. <laughs> <laughs> do you sleep? <laughs> but please do go to our website, The Single Life of Us. Um, you can find a button on there that I made with my very own self. Mm -hmm. 
where you can send us your questions, comments. We love dating stories. stories. But even if you're in a relationship, we'd love you messaging in and just kind of going, hey, this is what my relationship's like yeah. or this is what I love about it. Or Someone messaged me yeah. the other day and said, I hate date night too. Yeah, date night shit. Yes, so tell us why you hate things. If you don't know you what, you, what we're talking about, I think that was episode five. Was, anyway, yeah, go back. We just spoke about how we yeah. just didn't like it. And so. we welcome you to disagree, to give us ideas, give us sure feedback. Do. We did get some feedback that I'll return to later. Neither you or I could tell the difference between polyamory and, and polygamous oh, yes, relationships. Yes. Um, the next episode we'll get into that because okay. one of our listeners clarified. So Thank that sort you. of stuff. Yeah, like, you we need to know. help us. We, we are. We're just winging it. Me especially. I don't know if I can cook. God, there's my precious pup laugh. Well, thank you for listening and we'll be back next week. We really will. Bye. Bye. We would like to thank our producer, Joshua Jones, who has to listen to all this and then edit it. Well, and also you're his mum. I'm his mum. I born him out of my vagina. Oh, my God. So he has oh, to. Oh, he has to hear vagina. Vagina, yeah. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. We'd also like to acknowledge the wonderful Casey Bonetto, mm. who not only wrote our jingle. Which but is fantastic. Sang it, played it. It's did incredible. Everything. We are so grateful to Casey Bonetto and for our artwork. Kat McInnes. Kat McInnes. It's the most stunning artwork ever. Oh. She has also done all of Nellie's books, if you've ever yep. read them. She's an incredible illustrator who actually lives quite near to me. She's the best. Yep, she is the best. Check out the rest. Yep. And, of course, last but not least, the wonderful Faye Younger, who basically just holds our shit together. Yeah, she does. Yeah. 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 Producer credit. Thank yep. you very much, yep. Faye. Yep. And if you love our Insta, it's all down to her. Thanks, Faye. Bye. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nellie and Kate, gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipate.